on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 20 of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant, and sitting across the table from me is... Cody Hager. The Culture Shock Podcast is a podcast where we talk about life, culture, and everything in between. And this week, we will be talking about the 2019 fall movie preview. We'll be answering the question, what movie should I see this <laughs> fall? But first, Cody, Tyler. who do we have with us today? We have, believe it or not, yet another intern. Ooh. We keep finding them. And what is his name? Jake. What's up, Jake? Hey, guys. How's it going? Introduce yourself. All right. Um, as I said, my name's Jake. Um, I've been interning here at the church um, this summer. Um, this past week, I couldn't be here because I was dealing with, uh, I got my wisdom teeth out. Mm. That was a whole deal. Face looked like an elephant or something. I know. He was supposed to be on the college, the, the fre- had his freshman year podcast with yeah. Mary Pfeiffer and Will, but Jake was... He was going through it. Yeah, I was on uh, some intense antibiotics and laying in bed trying to uh, just dream of the day I could eat solid food again. So, <laughs> so he got the next best thing. He got an individual interview on yeah, here. Yeah, so now I'm special. I know, he is yeah. really special. So he, More special than Will and Pfeiffer? They probably won't listen to this, so yeah, let's say yeah. Won't. Let's say yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if they've even listened to their own episode yet. Yeah, <laughs> um, but first, I have a question for you before we dive into our big question of the day in our fall movie preview. So this past week, Elizabeth and I booked our trip to Disney, all right? So I was, it made me think. I, I love theme parks. What is your favorite theme park or thrill park, roller coaster park of all time? What's the best one you've ever been to? Okay, so I'm not a huge roller coaster fan. Lame. Um, which I know, I get told that a lot. I get really motion sick. I'm just going to have a bad time if I do it. So I'm more of a walk around and like just look at stuff kind of person. So um, Universal is a lot of fun for me because mm. there's just a lot of like visual attractions. Universal and, Studios or Islands of Adventure? Uh, studios. Okay. You like um, Studios better? I really like, I loved uh, the Harry Potter world when I went to go see that. Yeah. Uh, the Wizarding World of Harry yeah. Potter is officially what it's called, but I was in a huge phase of that. Um, like in middle school, when to go see it, like right when it opened. Yeah. It was incredible. Cody? Uh, we grew up going to Dollywood all the time. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so that was the main one. But um, yeah, Universal was good when we went. Uh, really like that. I don't know. I don't have a, a favorite. I haven't been to that many. Man, Six Flags and Carowinds. Have you been to Carowinds? Yeah. I've never been to Carowinds. In like North Carolina? Yeah. yeah. Six Flags is like, is the OG for me. That's one of the ones I remember. Yeah. But Cedar Point in Sandusky, Ohio. Have y'all heard of Cedar Point? I haven't. It's like the biggest roller coaster park in sounds terrible in the country. <laughs> so there's one. It's called Top Thrill Dragster, Jake. You're you're sitting in like a a dragster car, and it shoots you off at 120 miles an hour. You go 410 feet up in the air. That's where you've lost me. And then you come straight back down. Yeah, and that's no the problem ride. with the speed. Going up and going down, like, I'm going to stay on Earth. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's something else. But, yeah. But Disney is coming up for me really soon in November. So, Disney. Have you been before? To Disney? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I've been to Disney two or three times. Never been. You've never been. Jake, have you been to Disney? I've been to Disney. It's been a little while, but um, it was about five years ago. We may do a Disney World breakdown that, that week. Cody, you may be... I may explain Disney World to you that week. Please do. So that you can <laughs> you can feel the magic yeah. through the words. I want to feel the magic. You want to feel the magic. Uh, but before we get into our topic of the day, we just wanted to plug everything for you really quick. Uh, if you leave us a five-star review, we will read it on the podcast. Just like we did last week, we had two five-star reviews we read. We don't have any new ones this week, but if you leave us a five-star review on the Apple Store, we will read it on the podcast. Subscribe to us. Give us five stars if you really care to. Or follow us on Instagram at... 
the Culture Shock Podcast. Sounds good. You'll find it. If you type in the Culture Shock Podcast, you will definitely find us. I was the first follower of the social. You were, weren't you? And Jake also gave us the idea of the Versus series. Did you know that, Cody? Did not know that. Yeah, on the first Q&A. Yes. on the story. It was. It's kind of evolved since you gave us that idea, but you 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 gave it to us. So Jake you. Jake has a lot of buy-in to the Culture Shock podcast. <laughs> so today we're going to be breaking down every movie that comes out this fall. So Cody, before we dive into the the fall movie preview, will you kind of give us an idea of the different movie seasons, how they're structured, and why they're structured that way? Um, yeah, sure. So. Movies on the whole, you know, they're released throughout the year. Summer blockbusters are kind of the big movie releases for the year. It starts pretty much in May when kids start getting out of school, which is when your Avengers have come out most of the time. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you think Independence Day, not the day, but the movie yes. comes out in the middle of July. Like, that's your peak movie season throughout the year. Uh, other times throughout the year where it's really popular is, of course, around Christmas. Think uh, Star Wars. Or actually, the recent Star Wars, not the old ones. Mm-hmm. But think Star Wars. Think um, Lord of the Rings. They came out in December, right? I really don't remember. I know The Hobbit did. But um, anyway, some really big movies come out in December, especially this year, Star Wars again. Um, anyway, so those are your two big movie seasons throughout the year. And then I actually looked this up, and there's a, there's a term for it. It's called dump months. Okay. Is, it, is that January and February? Yeah. So dump months are uh, the months where, uh, you know, producers or, or movie execs, whatever, they have their movies that they've made, and they've done them with test audiences, and depending on how well test audiences respond to them, they put them on the schedule. Okay. So the dump months are January and February, where they put the movies that are just not that popular, not probably not going to do that well, but they want some extra income. And then the other ones are normally August and September. Okay. Now that mold's been broken, especially over the past you know, 10, 15 years. Like some really cult classics like Tremors, Office Space, Cloverfield, um, get out. All of those have all been like fall or January, February release. But there's so, still, even though they were cult, they're cult classics. They're cult classics. They're not big name movies, really. Yeah, Cloverfield maybe, but still, they probably weren't publicized that much, uh, marketed that well. Um, but people ended up loving them. That's not to say bad movies always come out in the fall. It's just that you know your big movies are not going to come out in the fall as much. Yeah. So. So we'll be talking through some movies today that we're excited for. Nothing that's just absolutely extraordinary. There's a few on here that we'll talk through, um, but nothing like we had with the hype of this summer. Summer, I feel like you're always going to get just the big blockbusters that everybody's just Mm -hmm. so excited for. So what was your favorite movie of the summer before we dive into fall? What was something that stood out to both of you this summer? Jake, you want to go first? I think the movie that surprised me the most was The Lion King, because I was, like, before even seeing it, a hater. I mm-hmm. was like, this isn't going to be good. This looks really uncanny. Um, it looks, like, kind of grungy and gross. Like, I'd rather see fun animated animals. Yeah. Like, if I want to see The Lion King, there already exists that movie. It's already there. <laughs> so I just watched that. But um, my parents wanted to see it, and my mom was, like, super excited. And we went to go see it. Everyone had a really good time. Um, people in the theater were laughing along yeah. with it. And I guess in a way, the positive was people could enjoy like an age-old story yeah. for a second time in a new way. And I guess that's like the positive from it. It's still the same story. Nothing new. Yeah. So it surprised me in that way. I thought that they would ruin something, but really they just rebooted it. Absolutely. Cody? Uh, well, looking at the movies that have come out over the past couple of months, the only one that I've seen is Spider-Man Far From Home. Okay. I have not been in the movies that much, which it hurts me to say that. 
Um, but Far From Home was good. I want to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think I'm going to go see it this weekend. I saw that um, last weekend. What did you think about it? Yeah. I thought it was really good. My main takeaway was it was the best like movie theater experience I've had in a while. Um, a lot of it was just the way it was shot, how Quentin Tarantino is like a master of film. Like He has seen his movies, and he just puts what he's seen back into it. Um, so it kind of gives you like this nostalgic feeling, even though I wasn't alive during that time. Yeah. Um, just the way that uh, like there'd be moments where it looked like it was shot on like thirty-five millimeter, sixteen millimeter, just so that it looked like the movies of the actors in it. Like there was this whole universe of like yeah. media within a movie, yeah. which was like mind. I'm really excited for it. I read an article that Brad Pitt was talking about how Tarantino does not communicate by cell phone or email. Or anything at all. Really? If you have a cell phone on set, you're most mm-hmm. likely going to be fired. Same yeah. thing with Christopher Nolan. <laughs> really? Yeah, they don't allow cell phones. But or, I or mean, chairs on set. But I would assume that chairs, Nolan. No chairs on set. So I assume that Nolan them. will text people or email somebody. He doesn't have a cell phone. He doesn't. He doesn't have a computer. <laughs> what? That what? Yes. One of the greatest directors of. No, he's never had a computer. They have assistants, of course, who like yeah. I was gonna say things, there is someone wow. that does have a computer he has a for him. Typewriter in his office. I did not know that. And a lot of paper. I've seen a picture of him. And a brilliant mind. Well, yeah, but maybe there's something to that too. Like you know, he doesn't have a ton of distractions. We've got on this table seven different screens. Yes. You know, for us to talk through something, but he. But he the just, greatest directors who he are making just sits these. Sits down with his brother and writes a, a master story. So interesting. Okay, so fun fact. <clears throat> Cody and I were talking three weeks on the pod, three weeks ago on the podcast. I don't remember this. About what movie would make more money, The Lion King or Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? And it's not over yet. And Cody gave the dark horse prediction. I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood's going to come out. So the twelve day total of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, according to Box Office Mojo, is eighty four million dollars. Pretty good for an R rated movie coming out into the summer. The Lion King nineteen day total, giving it seven more days. Four hundred and forty-four million dollars. Yeah, seven days are real important, though. The Lion King made what the biggest opening weekend of all time. I don't know. Okay, so it comes down to the, the sequel, the remake makes it makes some more money. Once Upon a Time is still doing good though. For me, the best one of the best movies I saw this summer, Toy Story Four. I'm not gonna get into it. We've talked about it a lot. Fall movies. We're finally here. I keep on saying before we get into the fall movies. But we're in the fall movies. Let's do it. Let's talk about the one we're most excited for, then let's go through the whole list. Okay. What movie are you most excited for between August 9th and I think the end of November is what we're going through right now? Yeah, yeah, that's what we're saying. Um, this is a personal one because I'm, I'm a nerdy, I don't know, I love space and all that junk. Um, but Ad Astra looks really, really cool. This movie with Brad Pitt. I'll read the description real quick. Um, it says an astronaut travels to the outer edges of the solar system to find his father and unravel a mystery that threatens the survival of our planet. He uncovers secrets which challenge the nature of human existence and our place in the cosmos. Anyway, it's a movie with Brad Pitt about space. It comes out through September 20th. Okay, that's um, soon. That's next month. Yeah. So if you haven't seen the trailer for that, I would recommend you know looking one up. It actually looks really, uh, really good. There's a one shot where it's like a pure just red light yeah. lighting him down a hallway. And it reminds me of 2001 Space Odyssey. Okay. If you've ever seen that. You love space movies. I, I truly do. Yeah. Did you ever see First Man? I did. What did you think of it? That was not a space movie. <laughs> that <I'm> was <laughs> definitely not. 
That was a bioptic. It was. It was dry. It was very dry, but I feel like it really hit with who it was emotional. Was. Did you, yeah. I saw it um, on TV the other night. It was just the way, like, it was handheld shots the whole For time. The entire movie. And it and was like, just shaking. In the cockpit, like, they had those really, uh, those, like, first-person view tight yeah. shots where it felt like you were in the cockpit, and it just gave you that unnerving feeling. Like, I loved that part of the cinematography within it. I thought it was yeah. beautifully done. I don't know if it actually accurately described who he was. Really? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I saw he was a, a little more under control. He was a little bit more under. I mean, he was a normal person too. He wasn't frowning all the time. Like, yeah. In the entire movie, it was just depressing. But yeah. it did kind of show the story of his life. I'm it curious was. if he dropped that thing into the crater of the moon. Of the moon. Yeah. The the space aspect of it felt more like a. It was more of an emotional journey than like a scientific like. Yeah. You gotta come up with like a way to get to the moon and like how are we gonna survive in space? This was more of like a. A place he went mentally than a place he went physically. Which is, was probably more what he actually experienced. He wasn't the one building the rockets mm-hmm. or, you know, with mission control. He was in the thing. And yeah. It was kind of a cool build-up all the way to the end. And just, because, like, when they finally got on the moon, the shots weren't handheld anymore. Yeah. It was like a glide cam the whole time. Or and it was pure. And did you also and notice when they got on the moon, the aspect ratio changed? Yeah. yeah. It was like 2.35 by wide, one yeah. normal wide, ultra-wide screen. And then they went to just that full, like, probably 16 by nine. Yeah. Like, so it's just you see wish so much I saw more it in the theater. Yeah, that would have been. It really was cool. a beautiful. I saw an IMAX. Movie. Yeah, it was it was worse seeing an IMAX. Like I don't know if I would really enjoy it as much like at my house. Yeah, it'd be tough to watch at home. I'll see it really. BS at Astra's coming Astra. out. Yeah, I would. I don't know. I, I want to go see it. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, you saw one movie this summer. Let's see how fall is going to go for you. Exactly. Hey, you better see as many movies as you can this fall because you got baby coming in January. So. Changes a lot. Makes yeah. it harder to see movies. I know that's that's the sad part. Everything else is gonna be great, but like you can't just say let's go to the movies for three hours. My parents are coming this weekend. That's why I'm probably gonna get to see Hollywood finally. So that's does Elizabeth take your see baby to see, see Hollywood. I've told Elizabeth I really want to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. So she's down. I think. Okay, we'll see. <laughs> I'll let you know next week. What are you most excited for for this fall, Jake? Um, so when I went to see uh, Once Upon a Time. I saw the trailer for the Mr. Rogers movie coming out. In yes. November. With Tom Hanks? With yes. Tom Hanks, yeah. who, like, I love Tom Hanks. And him as Mr. Rogers partly makes me crack up and partly just makes me smile. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It's like It just looks like a feel-good movie. Yeah. And everything else is so dramatic and, like, controversial. I don't really see anyone having many problems with Mr. Rogers. Mr. Rogers is so loved. I know. There was a... There was a documentary that came out last year, I think, sometime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Monster yeah. My Neighbor. That's that, what it was. New, I thought this was that the, for a yeah. second. No, the one that's coming out now is called Will You Be My Neighbor. Mm-hmm. So I don't remember what that one was called. I can't remember now either of them. No, no, okay, you're right. That was Won't You Be My Neighbor. This one's A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, if you guys, like, if you had not seen that, you need to. I have not. Oh, my gosh. Sarah and I watched it in, like, the dinkiest movie theater in Selva, North Carolina. Yeah. Not in Selva. It was in Hillsboro. No, I don't remember what it was. Regardless, <laughs> it was a tiny thing, like half the size of this room. Um, like everybody in there was crying at the end. It was so yeah. good. I mean, Mr. Rogers is just like one of the most like genuinely nice guys. I read an article the other day that he never let one fan letter to him go unreplied to. That's he would start insane. his day at like 4 a.m. He would spend his time first praying and um, getting his mind right, and then he would go and he'd reply to fan letters for like two hours. I can't even respond to a text. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and this dude has responded to like 50 to 100 of these a day. And maybe what we're like 
realizing here is we're talking about how much like our phones and stuff are I know like I feel like if I was getting physical letters I'd take the time to like sit down and write them like that would take so much time it takes it takes so much time but like I feel like I'd make myself do it knowing that someone else put in the time and a man like Mr. Rogers, he was probably really busy. He was yeah, shooting his show, shooting probably show. had a lot going he on. It. He wrote the music for half of it. Yeah. Like, Man, we got to get our inspiration from Mr. Rogers, Quentin Tarantino, and Christopher Nolan about... <laughs> no, <sir. laughs> I don't know about that. Getting rid of phones in our Imagine lives. Imagine having dinner with those three people. What, what, what would that be would like? be the worst. He would be. <laughs> Let's be honest. I would, working on a, on a set with him would be miserable. But you'd get a good movie out of it. I mean, an interesting one, at least. Yeah. Did you guys ever watch Hateful Eight? I did not. Mm-hmm. Remember I told you, I've never seen a Tarantino movie. Oh, I forgot about that. I'm I don't the... know if Once Upon a Time in Hollywood may be your best intro. I don't know, maybe it would be. I'm excited. Anyway. Let's see what happens. Um, so me, uh, definitely Angry Birds 2 coming out in two <laughs> weeks. I can't believe we didn't talk about that in remakes and sequels, Cody. Oh, yeah. um, another one, I'm, I'm excited for both of those, clearly. But another one that's kind of flung under the radar for me is Zombieland 2 Double Tap. Yeah. Zombieland was a. It really came out of nowhere because there were so many zombie movies coming out around this time mm-hmm. that were so serious about zombies. And, now it's and Zombieland was just a joke. And it was so yeah. funny. I loved the way they shot about it. Twinkies. It's about, yes, it's so good. Y'all, you've seen, you've okay. seen it, right? I've, I've seen it because we watched, It came out like right before we went to college, I think. I think we were in, in college, yeah. And, uh, you know, I watched it then and thought it was hilarious. Mm-hmm. And then Sarah, the other day, was like, oh, I've never seen Zombieland. I'm like, oh, it's, it's pretty funny. I don't know if you'll like it. We didn't make it 20 minutes into it. No. Like, this is the stupidest thing. And even me watching it again, I'm like, if you were coming into this fresh and you didn't have any prior experience with it. Yeah, I, I get like that. It's like trying to watch Monty Python and the Holy Grail at 10 a.m. in the morning. Like, yeah. It's just not going to work. <laughs> you got to wait till 2 in the morning. Exactly. And then try and watch Monty Python. And, and it's not going to be like a life-changing movie. It's going to no. be something that's funny. No. And that's what I'm excited for within it. Making fun of the whole zombie universe that's been way oversaturated in the market. The ZCU. The ZCU, which is, it's, okay. the, the zombies have really died down the past year and, and a half. half. I was about to say, I, I haven't, haven't seen a zombie movie in a while. Yeah. With, you have like aliens and you have zombies. Is The Walking Dead still virus. going? It actually is. It is, yeah. Like season 19. I don't know if there's ending. any of the original cast still in. They're all dying. Yeah. Those first two seasons, though. They're pretty good. I watched a good bit of well, it. What's the kid's name? The, the um... Something Grimes. Um, I don't remember. Is it Dale? The one with one eye? No, yeah. the, um... The kid, right? The kid. The, the yeah, kid. has got one eye now. Well, when we went to camp in North Carolina... every It was not Rick... I'm gonna look it up. Keep going. But every year we went to camp in North Carolina, and this kid who played this guy in Walking Dead, Carl, Carl, was there every year at camp. So he always had like this big posse surrounding him, and he's like, "I just want to be a normal kid and experience camp." So it was weird to be at like camp with a famous actor. Um, So let's go through weird flex, but okay. I know weird flex, but okay. (laughs) Let's go through August to November. We'll kind of break break them down and talk through what really sticks out to us. So in August 9th, which is this coming weekend. We have three movies coming out that are all relatively big in their own way. The first one is the remake or the reboot of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark. Excited about that? Or no, don't care. care. Move on. Couldn't care less. Um, and then we have The Art of Racing in the Rain, which is that dog movie. Tears. Tears. I don't want to see it. I haven't even gonna, seen it. I already cried. It's going to make me feel bad about making my dog live in the shed when he jumps on our door. I'm going to feel some nostalgia within that. And then we have the big box office grab, August 9th coming out, 
Dora the Explorer in the Lost City of Gold. It's actually just Gold. Dora in the Lost City of Gold. Oh, I'm sorry. She's not an explorer. Right. <laughs> just Dora. Just Dora. I understand. Which is like... She's grown up a little She's bit. grown up, yeah. <laughs> Have you, okay, there was a part in one of the trailers that made me laugh. I think I was seeing Toy Story 4. Because it's based on Dora when she's older, right? So she was like four years old and she's sitting around the table with her family. And she like asks a question like she does in the show at the camera. And her parents are like... Who are you talking to? <laughs> and it's just a kind of funny, like, yeah. play on that. But the rest of the movie when, you're, when your only joke is making fun of yourself. Yes, that's about all that they have to go with. Uh, and then moving on to the next weekend in August, we have Angry Birds 2. Is, is this based off of a second app? Or is this just a new story? That the thing made? is, there are like 20 Angry Birds games. Now. Are there really? <laughs> yeah, there was an Angry Birds 2 game. But it, I think it has nothing to do with this movie. Because I know the, the birds and the pigs are a team. And they're te- teaming up against the eagles. eagles. Are eagles in the app, or is this a new thing? I thought the eagles... I couldn't tell you a single thing about that game other than birds. Have you ever played Angry I mean, Birds? The ga- I think the that app's like fun. 2009. When did the iPhone come out? 2008? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Man, I remember how much money the Angry Birds grossed. Is it probably way too much money? The movie or the game? The game. Oh yeah, What's mobile games make yeah. so much. What's money. the company that made it? I I can't think of it for is some it reason. Zynga? Uh, Rovio. Rovio, yeah. Wasn't that an impressive? Well, I don't know if it's true, but it no, it's hundred percent true. Check it. When are they gonna make a Clash of Clans movie? Oh, probably coming out next. Oh, this is weird. <laughs> we were just talking about Christopher Nolan and Quentin Tarantino, and now we're talking about home video game movies. <laughs> yeah, of this course. This is insane. <laughs> Man, how the times have changed. Rovio is correct. I know. Boom. And then also on August sixteenth is uh, Where Did You Go, Bernadette? Never. Do I ever read the book? My aunt read it when we were at the lake in like four hours. That's all I know about the book. Your and aunt read it or you read it? My aunt. Oh. Well, yeah, I did not read the That's book. That's weird though. I was still trying to finish Educated from, you know, 40 days prior to it. And then August 21st, we have Ready or Not. Ready or Not. Y'all seen any preview for this one? Nope. It's. Maybe. They, she comes to this house and she's trying to marry this guy, but they have to play a game of hide and seek before they can get married. Oh, I have seen this. And while they're playing what? hide and seek, people are like getting killed. But it's like this weird comedy within it. Don't really care to see it. What week are we Oh, is that like in a mansion? August 21st. Okay. Yeah, it's in a mansion. And it's like a murder mystery or no? No, that's that's, that's one else. with Chris Evans. Oh, okay. That's yeah. later on in the that's year. I don't know if on. we... I, that might be in December. I don't think we're going to be covering that today. Okay. I kind of want to see that one. Yeah. I, I like a good mur- murder mystery movie within it. And then also, I think in August 21st is we have the Playmobil movie. I saw that trailer. This is the stupidest cash grab that's going to make no money at all. So I pause. 21st is a Wednesday. 23rd is the Friday. Well, you know whose fault that is? Probably Cody. mine. Because <laughs> <laughs> you wrote it down. Yeah, anyway, but go ahead. Playmobil movie, which is a knockoff of the Lego movie based off the Playmobil toys. I played with those. I don't remember them. I've, I've absolutely played with those. This movie is going to... free Lego for me. This movie is going to tank so hard. One more movie that comes out on the 23rd, Angel Has Fallen. What is that? Okay, do you remember Olympus Has Fallen mm-hmm. or any of those? Mm-hmm. This is like the third one of that okay. series. Okay, I didn't know they... Where there's Gerard a second? Butler, Morgan Freeman, and it's like... This president is getting into a lot of trouble. Like, okay. He's trying to be killed every two weeks. So what's the second Olympus has fallen? I don't know. <laughs> I've not seen him. Maybe this is the second one. I just know it's part of that series. Uh, London has fallen is the second. Yeah, one. yeah, yeah. So it's for the. Isn't it crazy minister. how many movies come out that we're like kind of unaware of? Yeah. That just kind of fly under the radar. 
September is when we're going to get to a few good movies. Um, the first one that sticks out to me is It Chapter 2. Ooh. We just watched hey. a trailer for it. How do y'all feel about it? I'm already scared. <laughs> I'm shaking. I, it was pretty terrifying. I mean, a little bit. But, like... When I saw the first it, I was laughing and like crying at the same time. The, which was so much. So fun. you saw the 2017? Yeah, yeah, I did. I have not seen it yet. I, I, saw I really like wanted to. It came out. The theater was packed. Everyone was screaming. It was the like. Was it? Was, was it actually really scary? Or every time it was scary, it was also funny because of it played on the characters' insecurities. Okay. Every time something was scary, it was also like. Something about them specifically yeah. that was funny at some point because that's what Pennywise is. Is he's like, yeah, he's a clown. He's supposed to be, but he also jokes, can like em- embody like what your biggest fear is. Yeah, right? exactly. Like one of the kids is afraid of um, like he ha- like has to take all these pills because he's mm-hmm. got like some diseases or something that like his mom's super protective of. Pennywise appears to him as like a really sick man, like, okay, with, like a bunch yeah. of like skin diseases and like rashes and like yeah. he's like super skinny and like frail and walking up to him like asking for help. Okay, and like it was weird and like disturbing, but at the same time the kid's scared, but you're laughing because that's one of his insecurities and so it just all ties. Were there together. a lot of jump scares in it? Maybe a couple. I ha- I'm okay with like scary movies. I hate jump scares. Really? I hate them so much. Yeah, I think they're you cheap. Can do them occasionally. But yes. Movies that rely on it. After a while, you just kind of like. It's um, so annoying. Can be sensitized with with that. Um, I can't even think of what it's called. What's the movie where they go to the grandparents' house? Um, it's a Shyamalan movie. Do you remember the grandparents' house? Yeah. Hold on. Cabin in the Woods. No, that's um, not. Sure. I don't know. I have no idea. We can look him up. Yeah, but um, I'll think about it in a second. But in that movie, it, it used not having jump scares to your advantage because mm-hmm. it always had everything looking over the corner. Okay. So you could see stuff happening and yeah. you think there'd be a jump scare, like but there never was. You could see the two, two corners mm-hmm. of a room. Yeah, you could see the two corners of a room and you're looking around like you're focused on the center, like the people talking, yeah. and then something would seem like it would happen, but then it wouldn't. And it had you on edge the whole time. And if you can, if you can like invoke... like. Fear within that without using cheap jump scares. That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. That's really well done. So I, I hope it two is going to be good. I need to see it one before, and it's twenty seven years later, I believe, after the events of it one. So Pennywise comes back. That was the visit. The visit. I never saw that. Yeah, but Pennywise comes back, and all the kids are grown up. Bill Hader, James McAvoy, a few others are in it. Isn't that so interesting? I don't know that how is interesting. interesting it's going to be. I got to be honest with you. After that trailer. Maybe they can make something good out of it, but man, it just didn't. I don't know. I, that just shows the differences between how we, like... Yeah. We watched the trailer. I, I walked away like, oh my gosh, this looks really good. You walk away from every trailer <laughs> like that, Tyler. Besides Playmobil, the movie. Yeah, your standards are real high. <laughs> and you're like, eh, I don't care. It just it just didn't look... I don't know. It, it was kind of like what you were saying. If you're in the movie theater, you're like, I feel like I would laugh at some of it. It's just... It's not... doesn't look believable in any... But I think that's what it wants to lean into, is that it's not taking itself too seriously. It wants to still make you laugh while it makes you cry. That's just a hard in line to walk. It is. Like, Small. Pennywise wasn't the scariest part of the movie, by any means. Like, some of it was, like, the kid's parents or boys. Really? Yeah. It was like they're, because Pennywise just, like, reminded them of their real life. Interesting. It was kind of scary. Interesting. Wow. You know, these scary movies make being a kid seem like a scary The time. worst. It really does, because you, you're not in control of anything. Glad I'm not a kid anymore. So moving through September, we've got The Goldfinch. 
Oh, hold on. We missed one. It's called Blink of an Eye. Okay. Right? And it is an inside look at 2001's Daytona 500 featuring Michael Waltrip and Dale Earnhardt Jr. One of the best Daytona 500s, if you ask me. Moving on. Just kidding. I don't remember watching that. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm not asking. I probably more. did watch that Daytona 500. I'll be honest. My dad loves NASCAR. I have not watched a NASCAR race in 15 years. I don't years. think I've ever watched one, like, all the way Start through. to finish? Yeah. It's tough. It's a labor of love. It's a labor of something. <laughs> the last, like, 10 laps, super interesting. Yeah. Yeah, like, I'll start watching then. Yeah. It's like a basketball game. Sometimes you wait yeah. until the fourth quarter to start watching. But at least something happens in a basketball okay, game. Sorry, back to the real, real movies. Uh, so I said The Goldfinch. Anybody? It looks like an interesting movie that could make some buzz, but it's like a low-budget thing. I don't know. Finn Wolfhard is oh, everywhere. yeah, he really is. Man, after Stranger Things, he's not he even, is... like, my favorite. He's not. I don't know what people really, like, love about him. Yeah. And then Millie Bobby Brown is just, like, has she been in anything besides Stranger Things? No. And I think she's one of the best parts of that show. She is, yeah. Without I mean, a people doubt. Give, people give these kids so much criticism. Yeah. Stranger Things cast, like, part of it's how they are in interviews. Yeah. They don't seem likable, but they're yeah. likable when they're acting. I love Dustin. Oh, oh man. What's his real name? Gaten. Yeah. Matarazzo. Did you know that Finn Wolfhart was in It? Yeah. yeah. Never seen it, so. He's in, he's in a lot. Uh, keeping on going through, we have Hustlers coming out Hustlers. in September. At Astra, which we talked about a little bit with Cody. Yeah. Rambo? Rambo Last Blood. This is the last, last Rambo. For sure. But is it? We're though? not sure, though. <laughs> yeah, let's just move on. Downton uh, Abbey? Downton Abbey, the movie. This could be interesting. Did you guys ever watch the show? I never did. It's not a real show that really Appeals screens to Tyler Grant. I understand that. But, of course, I, I watch what Sarah watches, right? Yeah. We have one TV, you know. So, anyway, better for better or for worse, we watch the same stuff all the time. Downton Abbey is not bad. It's a really, it's kind of, it's a beautiful show, the way that they shoot it. The movie should be interesting. I don't think it'll do that well, but um, continuing that story a little bit. So. Yeah. I had a professor that talked about that show at the start of every class. Never Downton. seen an episode of it, but... You had to talk about it. I never. <laughs> I mean, I've heard it. It's good, but I don't think it's something that I would really yeah, love too really, much. Don't really care. Um, and then moving on from that, we have abominable. <laughs> abominable. <laughs> Ab- abominable. It's a hard word to say, man. Hey, say the fifth book of the Bible real quick. Deuteronomy. Okay. Good. <laughs> I was like, Sarah used to. Genesis Exodus. <laughs> Anyway. To Abominable, just another, uh, looks like DreamWorks movie coming out. And then The Hunt will finish out September for us, another uh, action horror thriller movie. Okay, so just real quick, uh, the movies we just went through from August to September, that's two whole months, not a ton. No. We've got It Chapter 2, we've got maybe Ad Astra, Downton Abbey, those are the ones that stuck out to us. Yeah. Really not that good, some sequels and stuff. October is when you start getting into some of the actual... Good movies, and then Correct. it just gets better from there. And then in a few weeks, we'll do our you yeah. know, winter preview. But anyway, just to show that delineation there. For sure. So starting in October, we have Doom Annihilation, which is based off the video game series Doom. I don't know why they're making a movie based off a video game again, because... Hey, why not? That never works out well in the it past. It never has worked. Oh my gosh, hold on. I'm so sorry. Angry Birds might be the closest. <laughs> I know, for real. I meant to mention this. 21 Bridges comes out at the end of... Oh, yeah. Is that September or November? 
I'm not sure when they've got it going out. They originally said September, but now I think it's a November release date. So whatever, we'll talk about that later. But it looks because really it's good. been blowing up from the previews. That is uh, Chadwick yeah. Boseman, correct? Yeah, and this is a movie about a detective, uh, NYPD. His dad, I think, was killed. Who was a detective as well. It looks really interesting. Sweet. Um, and then coming out October fourth is the movie. One of the other movies I'm most um, anticipating this fall is Joker with Joaquin Phoenix. Joaquin. What you, what, you, what are your thoughts on the Joker, Jake? Um, I guess what's like stands out about Joker as a villain is how he and Batman are like they directly like counter each other yeah. in such a way where they're inside each other's heads and yeah. like even Joker acknowledges that like where they like almost enter in a symbiotic relationship. Yeah, like, Batman needs a Joker to chase after, and Joker needs a Batman to torment. Yeah. Um. So. I want to see how this movie plays into that. Without Batman in it. Without Batman in it. Yeah. I don't know if he can be a good version of himself, because otherwise he's just a crazy clown. What's Robert Pattinson just come out of nowhere? <laughs> I'd love it. I'm, all for, I'm kind of for Robert Pattinson as a Batman. I'm interested to see. I, I don't know how they're going to tie that into the weird DC universe that they're going to use Flashpoint to just retcon everything. Uh, yes. <laughs> this could be, it could be an interesting movie. I don't know. I've heard some really good stuff about it. Yeah. Um, but I will say this. Really great actors. You have Robert De Niro and Joaquin Phoenix in that movie. The uh, director, Todd Phillips. Mm-hmm. Would you like to know what he's known for? Yes. I'm going to list off his four most known for movies. Due Date. With uh, Robert, Robert Downey Jr. Jr. Yes. Yeah. Old School. Will Ferrell, 03. The Hangover. And The Hangover Part 3. So I'm just not it's sure. When, when this movie is called Joker, I'm guessing they they mean it's just jokes. Because <laughs> yeah. these are funny movies. They do this sometimes. Like, he obviously can handle some kind of a big production movie. But... Yeah, Todd Phillips was yeah. confused whenever he saw the word Jake, Joker. He's like, oh, it's just another... Jokes. Oh, this is easy. Yeah, yeah I got this. And then he read the Funny show. guy. Very <laughs> This isn't funny. <laughs> so we'll see how he does. I mean, people make that turn all the time. Yeah. But... Uh, Okay, anyway. Uh, moving on, we have uh, Gemini Man with Will Smith. I would like to see this. It, yeah. It's kind of interesting. It's like Will Smith and then his younger clone type. I okay. wish they just used Jaden Smith like <laughs> as an actor in it, as, yes. as younger him. That would have been more fun to me. So that, Will Smith has not changed his look since probably very after the end of Fresh Prince. So are they use like, de-aging technology like they did with... Mm-hmm. Nick Fury in Captain Marvel? Is that yeah. what it's looking like? And Probably. Yeah. Did they do that with um, Robert Downey Jr. in yep. Civil War? Civil War. The very beginning of oh, it. I forgot about that. So impressive. Uh, and then moving on more in October, we have the Addams Family animated movie coming out. If you love the Addams Family, maybe you'll enjoy that. So excited. Can't wait. Zombieland 2, already had our thoughts on that coming out as well. And then Maleficent, Mistress of Evil. Did I spell Maleficent? I thought they already made this movie. <laughs> I thought this came out like four years ago. How many Maleficent movies are there? Is this the this third one? This will be the second one, right? Is this the same series? Yeah, this is Angelina oh, Jolie. Oh, series? Okay, I thought it was just another like reboot. No, it, it's, it's still the same Maleficent, same like remake. Maleficent universe? Yeah. The, <laughs> the MCU. The MCU 2? <laughs> Part 2, yeah. So I think this is the second one. The first one came out in 2014. Okay, but it's a hard know. word to say. It is. It's harder to spell, in my opinion. And then a few more movies coming out uh, end of October is Ford versus Ferrari. It looks kind of interesting. the The story behind this, it's 
I think supposedly a true story, uh, car designer Carol Shelby, if you're familiar with like a Mustang Shelby GT500, anyway, um, and then a driver, Ken Miles, battle corporate interference, laws of fixes, blah, 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 uh, for the Le Mans, which is a 24-hour race, I believe, in France, 1966. This is when the Ford GT was, I think, made for this race, if okay. you know what that car is. It's kind of just a car movie, but it looks um, kind of interesting. Correction, this is in November. That's November? November, so the, the, the bottom three of these are all November. They keep changing these release dates. They do. This. Doctor Sleep is also another November release date, which is another Stephen King movie. It's a follow-up to The Shining, which I've never seen. Hmm. You've never seen The Shining? I haven't seen The Shining. Y'all need to go home right now. I've never seen The Shining. Um, never seen The Shining. We also have the beginning of November, Terminator Dark Fate. Really? Not interested. Not interested in the slightest. And then Harriet, which is a biography on Harriet Tubman. I will be going to see that. Legit? I don't know. I think it'll be... It actually sounds Probably good to see... Here's a random question for you guys. Okay. How many books do you think Stephen King has written? Do you have it pulled up in front of you? I do. The man is 71. He started writing in the 60s. Um, 200. I'm gonna... S- oh, I don't know if that was a good reaction to him or not. <laughs> that may be a low ball. 532. Oh my gosh, no. That would be insane. His books are all at least a thousand pages. I know. He's written 86 books. Wow. That, that still is unreal. That's probably including, like, he's written some books on writing, yeah. but you have It, The Stand, The Shining, Pet Cemetery, Misery, Carrie, Salem's Lot, not including, um, oh gosh, what's the one they did a movie on? The uh, Gunman one. I read two of those books. Can't remember now. Anyway, he's just done so many big books. I haven't even written a single Room book. 1408. No, that's a reference to The Shining. Oh, it is? Yeah, that's not 1408. So many movies based off Stephen King books, though. Uh, yeah, um, what was the other one? Uh, the Green Mile, I think, was written by Really? Him. Stephen um, King is rolling in royalty money from all these. Probably. Have you ever seen the guy? I don't know if I have. I got into Stephen King a lot last year and started reading a lot of his stuff, and he's just a weird guy. Moving on. Uh, Charlie's Angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Naomi okay. Scott, Kristen Stewart, and Elizabeth Banks as the three main Charlie's Angels. Okay. That's, <laughs> All right. that's a movie. Good for them. Um, and then I think one of our last movies we're going to be talking about. Uh, we have two more. I want to talk, three more I want to talk about. Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, end of November. Knives Out, which is that detective movie you were mm-hmm. talking about, the kind of murder mystery yeah. um, with Chris Evans within it. Uh, Ryan Johnson is the director of it. Oh. <laughs> Cody has made his disdain about. I uh, know he's a he's a fine director, but I just didn't like what he. And did. then I think the biggest movie of the fall, I legit, I think it's gonna make the most money of the fall is Frozen Two. Frozen Two. Yes. You think it's gonna make most money of the fall? I legit do. I, I mean, All right? Let me find my uh, dark horse real quick. Hold on. I mean, Jake, what, what would you think would make the most money out of all these? Frozen 2. Exactly. I mean, it's the <laughs> Disney movie that... Of all of these... When is it released? If November 22nd. Yeah, that's going to make the most money because it's Thanksgiving It's Thanksgiving weekend. weekend. I yep. think there's a lot of... I mean, there will be a lot of hype around it because the first one was pretty well received. But the thing... But it's scary. It is. It's R. R-rated movies are always so going to do worse at the box office. Frozen, every little girl and almost boy, too, from the ages of, like, two to... 12 yeah. has to see this movie. Yes. And then that's not even counting all the money Disney will like 
reel in from toys in like Elsa costumes. In like Frozen 2, they're going a little bit more gritty yeah. within it. Wait, what did you say? It's going to be rated PG? Oh, okay. I'm or G? I thought you guys said R. Yeah, I mean, Frozen 2. <laughs> For, Frozen 2, it's going to like cross over with the Revenant. Kind of. <laughs> like, it's going to overlap. <laughs> That's actually what caused the Revenant. <laughs> What's yeah, Frozen Viking 2? Series. Yeah. So yeah, it's gonna be a interesting fall with movies coming out. Not a lot to really see. Guys, just wait till December. Yeah, <laughs> December. Oh my Game god. Wait till December. Just save your money for December. What is it? Seventeenth. Okay. When's our next Marvel release? Because I know they had it's a while a conference it's where next they. Year, right? It's next. Mm, we sure. we talked through it a few weeks ago, but I don't remember the exact or date is, of the first. Does Disney Plus come out before? Disney the next Plus movie? comes out before then. I don't know. Is that November? which one? Yeah, Disney Plus comes out in November. Okay. I don't remember which one drops with mm-hmm. Disney Plus. The next one is Black Widow, I believe, May 1st, 2020. Very interesting. Wow. Which is very soon. That is so soon. I, this may not be a current article, but no, that is pretty current. It was July 21st when it came out. But so is that the first movie of Phase 4 or Spider-Man? Uh, Spider-Man technically was, right? Yeah. Spider-Man. Spider-Man, it was the first movie of Phase 4? Yeah. Okay. I wasn't sure. Wouldn't Black Widow be... Like kind of how Captain Marvel is in an older phase. You know what I'm saying? Like it's a it's a backstory. Oh uh, yeah, it is. So yeah. it's in the phase, but not yeah in a linear timeline. Yeah. But my recommendation for you this fall is go see one movie and then save the rest of the money for December 20th, so you can see Rise of the Skywalker seven times in the theaters. Yeah, go see Playmobil and then <laughs> save your money. <laughs> to go see Rise of the Skywalker. So we'll be covering Rise of the Skywalker in depth when it comes out, as well as all of your other winter and spring movies whenever the time comes. But before we go today, guys, nice. I have a really important question for you. What is it? What you binging? Jake? I've been playing a lot of Minecraft again. Oh, my gosh. Wow. <laughs> I don't even know if that counts like... Technically, is binging. Yeah, but that's the real binge. I'm, I'm hooked again. It's kind of scary. I saw you just flies. I saw a YouTube thumbnail the other day. Why is Minecraft it's popular back. again? It's Why is it back? This spring, TikTok memes. It, oh my gosh! Not even joking. Somehow, like everyone that so like everyone my age played it when they were in middle school. Yeah. So it was like the game. It was like right at our level because. You could make it whatever you want. Yeah. Like it was super fun. Like you could play with your friends. Yeah. It was one of those first games where people would use like Skype and stuff to talk yeah. all night. But now like everyone's at the age where they're like posting online and stuff like that. Yeah. Everyone's gotten all like nostalgic about playing oh Minecraft. Oh my gosh. And like the music from it, like using that over things yeah. and sad songs and like people just like they're being being their middle school selves again, Man, playing Minecraft. Meme culture is another topic for another day. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let me I, talk about that for hours. Jake, we'll, we'll have you back on the podcast oh, and talk through meme culture. I'm a meme I enjoy culture. memes, but, man, it's a... I mean, PewDiePie's got over 100 million subs basically off it's, meme reviews. It's another so, world. Very interesting. Anything else you're binging, or are you just you just Minecrafting it hard right now? Minecrafting. I finished Stranger Things. Okay. Um... Usually when I'm watching stuff, like, I binge it, and I yeah. watch it, like, straight through. And then I get burned out, and I don't watch something for a while. Yeah. So right now, I'm not actually watching a show. When did you finish Stranger Things? Uh, a couple weeks ago. Okay. I, that's part of my binge. I finished it last night, finally. Mm-hmm. Whoa, yeah. Yeah, so we've all finished Stranger Things 3. Cool. Yeah. What you binging? Um, 
Not much. <laughs> I put on here, uh, the Premier League starts back this weekend, um, which is the English top-tier football league, which is soccer. Mm. You Americans. Mm. Anyway, yeah, it starts back this weekend. Actually, um, Liverpool play Norwich? I don't know. Uh, Friday, 2 o'clock, and that starts the Premier League season. Anyway, y'all aren't saying how big it is. It's so awesome. It's going to be fantastic. Because we live in Alabama. At 6.30 every Saturday to be watching games. It's going to be great. When you have a kid, you'll be waking up at 6.30 for other reasons. You would like Rocket League. (laughs) You're so millennial. I love it. No, okay. I was just looking at this. Gen Z, technically. Think about about all the middle schooler specific (coughs) games for the past decade. Minecraft. Minecraft, Roblox. Fortnite, mm-hmm. Rocket League. Mm-hmm. What were our middle school games? Halo 3, Halo, Halo 3, 3, Halo 3. Call of Duty. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> serious shooter games. I know. Hey. This is interesting. Stronger generation. <laughs> yeah. What is wrong with us? So, anyway. Premier League. That's what I'm binging. Do I need to ask you? Jake, did you already would you want to ask me? There we go. What are you binging, Tyler? Thank, thanks, Jake. I appreciate it. Is so, it whatcha? Not whatcha? What are you? Whatcha? whatcha binging? I have about ten different things on this list. <laughs> so, finish Stranger Things. Started the river, which is a book about these guys floating down a river. Hold back the river, let me look in your eyes. James Bay. We're gonna yeah, get, we got to get copyrighted on that. I know we yeah, are. Probably. We'll let that out. Because it sounds so much like yeah. the original. I'm listening to Thrawn Alliances, which is, you know, cool. And then... Wait, you're listening to it? Yeah. Not reading it? I'm listening to it. Okay, the does it have the sound effects? Dude, it's so well done. It's really good, right? And then they play the theme in the background when the chapter's in Oh my... Not in the chapter's in the theme. Um, but they, there's always this drone going on, like this ominous drone. If it's yeah. a risk, like a big moment, Thrawn's voice is very Thrawn-like. They have Vader and Palpatine being very based on those. They actually go back to some like Anakin stuff within it, and they do a very whiny Anakin voice in it. Very good voice acting makes it really easy. Anakin, yeah. So Thrawn alliances. So right now it's based in Batu, which is Galaxy's Edge for Star Wars, right? Mm-hmm. So it's Thrawn and Vader in one chapter. They're going to Batuu doing a mission. And then it flashes back to chapter two. Thrawn and Anakin going to Batuu during the, like, the Clone Wars era. So it keeps on going back and forth between them. So it's okay. kind of cool. Unexpected, which is a show about uh, teen moms that Elizabeth and I are watching on TLC. Y'all are TLC fiends. <laughs> and then uh, Bachelor in Paradise. Oh my gosh, it gets worse. <laughs> uh, I have a lot of revenge and then, Cody, you're going to love uh, Fortnite Season 10, so I'm, I'm back in it. It's, it's been fun. And then the last one, I was scrolling through some Spotify the other day, and guess what I came across? All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just take a couple guesses here. You tell me yes or no. Okay. All Time Low. I did not. Medi Parade. No. Blink-182. No. Uh, that's all the music you ever listened to, so I don't know. August 2nd, a new Skillet album came out. This is terrible. Wow. So so as I was pulling up in the driveway yesterday, I was just like bumping to some Skillet. I can't even think of a Skillet song. All I can think of right now is Evanescence. Wake me up inside. Wake Wake me me up. up. (laughs) They're pretty much the same. They are basically the same thing. So yeah, I'm binging some Skillet within that. Did you ever listen to Skillet? No. (laughs) Nope. You had Roblox in Minecraft. I didn't have Roblox. Did not <laughs> Roblox was a little bit. Jake was way too cool for Skillet. Yeah. He was way too. He went to Minecraft. So. Yeah. Oh boy. I was into like EDM at that point in time. Ooh. Like so. Some... Skrillex. A is, he, is Skrillex EDM or Monster does? Cat? Yeah. Monster Cat. It's a whole label of different, really small, like 
producers and stuff. Okay. I started on YouTube. Like, you know the Crab Rave song? The, the, guy one that, that, the, the one that I had on loop for 10 hours yeah, in that social media so room. The guy yeah. that made that was from Monster Cat. Like, okay. I started. And that song was kind of a joke that he made. That what is the internet? But, <laughs> yeah, it's like an online record label Crap. that had a lot of different artists. Some have actually gotten, like, pretty big. Marshmallow actually yeah. started from them. What about Dead Mouse? Um, no, he was he came before. Okay. He's, like, old, right? Yeah, he's old. Yeah. But Marshmallow is huge now. Marshmallow is big. Thanks to Fortnite as well. Mm-hmm. That's been a big oh self Seriously. And Rocket League. <laughs> the internet is a this weird is place. So we're going on. We could keep on going with this path for a while, but I think we're going to cut us off there. <laughs> um, I think that's all the time we have for you this week on the Culture Shock Podcast. Jake, thanks for being on, man. Yeah, enjoyed it. It's been good. We'll see you next week. Bye.